Hey friends, starting the episode a little different today. Thanks to our friends at Audio Boom, we're giving you an early sneak preview of their newest show, Dead Man Talking. Dead Man Talking investigates the death row confessions of the famous railroad killer to see if he was lying in order to slow down his journey to the execution chamber, or if he was even more sinister than anyone could have imagined. Enjoy the sneak preview, and subscribe now wherever you find your favorite podcasts. Uh, it's a little on the longer side, we apologize, but hey, this is good for us, and we hope it's good for you too. The train track itself from the parish home, I would say was maybe less than 50 feet. He had a biblical and religious significance that he was an angel from God. He was on some sort of a mission. The young man found brutally bludgeoned to death along a railway track. Found dead by the train track. Postmortem lady had sex with at least Karen, if not both bodies. Holly Dunn and her then-boyfriend Chris Meyer were walking back to a party along railroad tracks in 1997. What was supposed to be a fun night would have a dark turn of events. I want people to know that he was an evil person. He was someone that wanted to do harm to people. Complete paranoia. Just fear at every corner. We're now sleeping with guns, and we're now carrying guns everywhere we go. They called him the railroad killer, and for more than a decade he crisscrossed the US by freight train, jumping off at random and bludgeoning his victims to death with whatever blunt object he could find. Angel Monterino Resendez, alias Rafael Resendez Ramirez, is now on death row in Huntsville, Texas, and is scheduled to die by lethal injection. I first met Angel Resendez in 2003. I'm just going to give it a test to see if it see if it works, okay? We'll just uh, give me two seconds. It was this small, diminutive guy who was okay. overweight and um, very softly spoken and didn't seem physically capable of these crimes at all. Sometimes I used to chap somebody's and throw them in swamps. Which swamps? was a little bit out of my depth in 2003. It was only beginning my career as a journalist interviewing inmates. What I wasn't prepared for at all, though, were his confessions. Resendiz began to tell me about additional murders he'd committed. So she's in prison for murder? For murdering her husband when I did it. I was shocked there'd been no real investigation into this confession and that a woman was still serving life in prison for the murder. There is always that underlying thought that he could be lying, but then you have to investigate to the fullest. It would be easy for a body to go undiscovered for 20, 30 years. I mean, it happens all the time. It's concerning to me that we have families out there that, that don't have any closure because we haven't found these bodies. So there's some pretty unique things on that tape. I only spent an hour with Resendiz, but in that hour, I heard some things that blew my mind. And in this podcast series, you're going to get to hear them too. Join me, Alex Hannaford, in the Dead Man Talking podcast from October the 2nd. 
please rate, review and subscribe to Dead Man Talking on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts or wherever you find your favourite shows. Uh, was this Bradley Cooper's directorial debut? Twas. Looked like it. Twas. Wow, that's fucking, that's mean. Brunch! Hit it, boys! Big movie week. Big movie week. Huge movie week. Uh, two movies are coming out. Th- more, even. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. More every week, <laughs> several movies come out. We'll uh, just we'll clip that and then we'll just insert it at the beginning of every episode because every big, time we put out an episode now, ooh, there's going to be a couple movies. Some coming movies, out. some out already, some maybe some not. More to come. Yeah, and some some, some just came. Honestly, out. Honestly, some came out last week. Yes, uh, there are movies that have been out for years. Should we keep riffing on this? No, uh, we saw A Star Is Born and we are going to see Venom. Something changed in me today, Peter. Uh, it is Tuesday. We saw um, A Star is Born Tuesday night. Early. Uh, after experiencing Tuesday Afternoon, which is a very good moody blues song. And I was always looking forward to A Star is Born. Basically, it was like book club Mamma Mia 2, A Star is Born for 2018 movies I really, really wanted to see. So, old and ladies and music. That's yes. The old, your, that's like your Venn diagram Be of more movie on brands, DJ. Try. Uh and something changed Tuesday morning, which is su- suddenly, oh, b- by far, uh, it was A Star is Born number one on that list. Mm-hmm. And I j- loved Mamma we, Mia 2 and everything, We wanted, I really, really wanted to see well, A Star is Born. Well, we both wanted to see A Star is Born so bad that we paid uh, out of pocket. Yes. We paid out of pocket, and we paid, like, double out of pocket. We paid $19 a- for a movie ticket. <laughs> what the fuck? I've we never paid-, paid $19 for anything in my life. You know what I paid $19 for? What? Uh... An entire month of movies, as many as I want. Is that what the that's AMC what the AMC thing, thing is. is? Okay, wow. Uh, shouts out uh, to Pete Blackburn. Told me today that uh, you can use the AMC rewards things. Every yeah. time you do something, it like a, something happens on a circle, and I'm never paying attention to it. And you were like, "Yo, cash in your rewards." So I got some popcorn. Yeah, he's like, you had like ten dollars in your account, and just, just you weren't using it. You would have never used it. It's it's there for you. Did man. you see I'm me here for you? Did you see me use them? Yes, I saw. I you just go, gave the I guy my phone. <laughs> I was like, "Here you go. I have rewards." And he was like, "What's your passcode, sir? <laughs> Please." Uh, we'll, we'll get to this later, but maybe. But phone. Uh, our our guys at the at the AMC in uh, our favorite one. Mm-hmm. There, we've Can't talked about the twins. Which one? Nope. But there's won't. there's twins. We've talked about the twins. Yeah. Uh, of which there are two still. Yeah. Um, for now, can't say the same. For the uh, yeah, but uh, I saw a movie with them this the week. Characters in the movie we yeah. saw tonight. <laughs> oh yes, someone dies. There's like oh, eight characters in the movie. Do one of them dies. Not necessarily a big one. Uh, maybe big in stature. Yes. A little hint. We'll we'll see. Uh, somebody <laughs> dies in that movie though, for sure. Uh, go ahead. I don't want to 
talking. No, about I was just gonna say I, I saw we saw the movie with the uh, with the twi- I saw the movie. Oh yeah, the you saw a movie and the twins. I was were there. very excited. About you texted it. me and you were like, "The twins are in this movie theater," and I was like, "Dude, one of the twins is dead." <laughs> because I thought I was like, "Are you talking about the twins from Everybody Loves Raymond?" Because one of the kids, unfortunately, who played those kids uh, is dead. Yes. I would do a moment of silence for him, but whenever we do a moment of silence for somebody, it's more to mock their death, and I don't want to mock that kid's death. Yes. That was very, very sad. Uh, so you saw it with the twins. Uh, I don't know how often we talk about those twins, but it's pretty cool. There are two twins at this movie theater who look exactly the like. Exactly. Twin like. stuff. Big-ass uh, beards. And they have matching tattoos. Matching tattoos and matching beards. Yes, really, really cool stuff. I tried to uh, talk to them about it one time, and uh, they had matching cold personalities, <laughs> they, <laughs> which is hilarious they because they had are matching the warmest, no interest. They are the warmest people in the world. Like when it comes to like yeah, their transactions, interac- their, their job interactions. Yeah, but you you went too far, man. Yeah, I was like, hey, so let's talk about this. And they let's were podcast like, sir, for a let's keep bit. this professional, <laughs> please. Uh, so something changed today. Suddenly. I realized I want to see, I wanted to see Venom more than I wanted to see A Star Is Born, and maybe it's that thing. And sometimes this happens to me when something's coming up that you've really been looking forward to, and right before it's about to happen, you're like, "I'm not looking forward to you this like as that, much you now." You get hit with that a little bit of dread, right? Like, because shit. you're like, "I don't want this to happen now," and then I've got it's, nothing to look what, forward what, to. I might as well just what, die. Yeah, what am I living for after Exa- this? Honestly, I get that all the time. <laughs> it's the uh, the December twenty sixth kind of feel. Oh yeah, I'm fi- by the. T- I'm more excited for Christmas season than I am for Christmas. Like, same. Around December 23rd, that, I'm like kind of done with Christmas. Same. But that's why when 20, when the 26th hit, you're like, fuck, the Christmas season it, is over. But I get it. Bef- I'm saying I get it before the thing. Like right before the thing happens, I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to miss looking forward to this. Uh, so, but mainly just I started seeing previews for Venom. I started. I was seeing these posters everywhere, and I wasn't really paying attention to the stuff for Venom because it's a superhero movie. So I know that I'm not really going to love it that much anyway. It's but not really a hero movie. Like, Ooh, not to be a not to nerd nerd out on you, but it's, it? it's not a hero movie. You can't be a hero to anybody. You can be a hero to just to problematic people. Really? Yeah. Oh, well, people were like, oh, this movie is going to be bad, it turns out. And I was like, okay, cool. And then. Well, people are like, are, are surprised that this movie is bad. Like, I've. There is no way that I thought this movie was going to be. Well, I thought it was going to either be really. Like does, fine, does, does or it was going to be bad. Have a reputation for making great movies. Like he was in Dunkirk, he was in uh, Bane Man, yeah, and so, that. But that was kind of that was I was n- not necessarily split, but pe- a lot of people acknowledged that movie as not being that good. People uh, sort of stand him, and he was in uh, This Means War, which was uh, great. He was in. Uh, he was great in Mad Max Fury. Road. Oh right, yep, he was in that. Uh, but like I, I don't necessarily see like oh no, I don't it's... get I, I don't get up for Tom yeah. Hardy movies yeah like I I like him and I want to root for him uh, but he, he hasn't really wowed me I get to be honest. up for Tom Hardy now because I think I knew that he was British I think I knew that uh, he was from across the pond but uh, the video came out today or the day before or something of oh it was today because yesterday it came out that Tom Hardy had said. The best half hour of this movie didn't even make the movie, yeah, my, and he was trying. I think to say like forty minutes of the movie were were not included. <laughs> right, I think he was trying to say like there's so much good stuff in this that uh, we had to cut some really good stuff. But the quote he gave was my the, my favorite forty minutes in the movie were not in the movie. So a reporter asked him to follow up with it, and the greatest thing ever happened, which is Tom Hardy answered. Here he goes. 
just start by asking a quick question about some stuff that was in the news today. I was wondering if you had any sort of additional comment or clarification, whatever you'd like to say on that report about the half an hour of footage that was cut from the movie. I guess you had had oh. some interview. No, I just got this commission. All right. Um, yeah. No. Let me just. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Some. Um, I think what, what's, oh, that's been misunderstood. What I'm trying to say is. I, first off, I want to address the fact that this reporter approached this question in the most ominous way possible. He was <laughs> like, "So before I get before we get into it, I've got a question for you. Let's address the rumor. Let's address the the headlines That's that a good just reporter. came out. That's a good the, the most relevant thing about Tom Hardy right there was that he had yeah. said something controversial about his movie. First right. thing you need is to get that out of him. I hundred I hundred percent agree, but." You gotta you gotta land the plane a little bit faster. He was like, "Let's discuss those rumors." No, that just no, no. Hit. If he said, if he said, "Hey, can you follow up on what you said about the the time thing?" He'd be it would be too impersonal, and he th- that guy did it the right way. He didn't do it amazing, but he obviously he, he got him going. You can't, you can't see uh, Tom Hardy when uh, when we just played the audio, but like he had the most concerned look on his face. Yeah, when when, when that guy was like bringing up the that question, and as soon as he realized what the guy was talking about, he was like, "Oh, okay, yeah, let's let's discuss this." Yeah, but he was he looked worried that he was about to have like a bombshell dropped on him that like that Tom Hardy tidbit just like leaked to the to the press that's why i like tom hardy now because i didn't know that he was that kind of skittish and he he knew he'd be an idiot if he didn't know that he was gonna have to answer that that. was one of a thousand reporters i'm sure who asked him about that anyone who was there who didn't try to get some sort of follow-up on that is a terrible reporter uh but don't say i've never done anything for this podcast listeners I was going to turn this into a meme because that has to be a meme, but I didn't. I saved it for the podcast, so we are going to do a little audio memeing and uh, get something out of that audio uh, thing. Uh, do you want to go first? Should I go first? You go first. It's your idea. I think that you're going to have the, the better the content here, but I want to see where you go with it. All right. Uh, should I go with the – I have three. Should I go with uh, the best one, second best one, third best one? Let's go, let's go with the best one first. Let's, let's hit the people right in the, right in the schnoz. Cool. <laughs> Her. Wait, you've done this before, right? Me. Yeah, no, let me just, um, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, some, um, I think what, what's, oh, that's been misunderstood. <laughs> Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, for this one, uh, I'm gonna, there's actually a little uh, role play involved. Yep. Could you read this line, please? Okay, let's, uh, let's go with this. Hey, uh, hey, Deej, how's uh, how's Make DJ White again going? Me. Yeah, no, let me just, um, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, some, um, I think what's, oh, that's been misunderstood. I, I distinctly remember you saying earlier in this podcast mm-hmm. that Nathan Peterman wasn't that bad. He's not. That's the audio that goes in there. <laughs> the audio that goes in there is my voice. Um... When the Wendy's drive-thru person asks, weren't you here already today? Yeah, no, let me just, um, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, some, um, I think, what's, oh, that's been misunderstood. When I get home and my dog smells uh, another dog on me. Yeah, no, let me just, um, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, some, um, I think, what's, oh, that's been misunderstood. 
when people ask me if I dyed my hair, which I kind of did, but actually it's really sun in, so technically it's, it's a tough thing to answer. So Yeah, no, let me just, um, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, some, um, I think what, what's, oh, that's been misunderstood. Me. Hey, uh, I think that uh, my, uh, my tire might be leaking. Could you take a look at it? Mechanic. Oh, it's just uh, it's just a little low. Uh, cool. So, can you guys put some air in it? Oh, you can do it for there. We'll turn it on for free. You can. You, you know how to put air in your tire. Me. Yeah. No. Let me just. Um, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Some. Um, I think. What, what's, oh, that's been misunderstood. <laughs> nice. We really, we really finished that one off. Good strong. memes. Good memes. <laughs> Good, good classic memes. Uh, but yeah, I want to see this movie now. I still know nothing about it. I know that I've uh, always been interested in, in seeing it, and like in a sort of morbid curiosity way. Because I again, I I think that it's going to be really bad, and I think the initial reviews say that it's it's pretty bad. Uh, in fairness, a lot of the initial reviews are from, from Gaga, Lady Gaga fans, Lady Gaga fans, yeah, who are trying to do the like in sync Backstreet Boys, like don't buy the album in the first week thing which that's over stop yeah and also like this is two very different movies i could understand if it was like two sort of musical things coming out like if this was uh, a star is born and la la land coming out in the same week you're picking sides and stuff but it's fucking venom and a star is born uh there actually is there are a lot of similarities between the two it's a superhero movie because lady gaga's in it and there's a monster in it it's called addiction. Oh, okay. Monster of addiction. <laughs> Pretty good point. Pretty yeah. good point. Uh, yeah, so like the Lady Gaga stands, basically, it seems like they launched a uh, like a campaign, like an automated campaign. There the are, internet there stinks. Are, there are bot tweets. Oh, uh, really? Trashing, trashing Venom. So it's it's a very organized thing. But one of the, uh, it, it's there's been a ton of negative reviews flooding Venom, some authentic and many others uh, contrived by Gaga fans, but I wanted to read this one because this one's fucking hilarious. Uh, I saw it's from Anne Harrison, and it's just the picture is a, a nice old lady on Twitter. Uh, I saw Venom last night and had to leave halfway through. My children wouldn't stop crying at how bad it was. Luckily, a second pre-screening of A Star Is Born was about to start, and now we are all crying. Dot dot dot. Tears of amazement. Please pray for my eldest. He is still in a coma. <laughs> uh, okay, this that's a little spoiler. If you watch that, if you watch a Star Is Born and you're crying tears of amazement, you and your family need to go get yourselves checked out because sick in the head. That's not how you should be crying. Um, should we talk about a Star Is Born? Yeah, we should. Um, should we? We, do... should, we should also let Lady Gaga fans know that, that it is possible that you can see two movies. Don't and... don't don't ruin their fun. They don't. They, <laughs> yeah. Uh, to tell you what, uh, I don't know how to, so this is the thing. I don't know how to discuss this movie because, uh, they had their chance to spend $19. Let's spoil it. Oh, let's <laughs> no, get we in can't. There. The, this podcast is coming out on Wednesday. The movie doesn't technically come out until, uh, Thursday night slash Friday. We can't, we can, we can maybe do the like, Hey, skip. No, the- I'm not gonna, I'm, we're not gonna spoil anything. Okay. Like okay, there's great. There's. There's plenty to talk about. One without... of the several characters in the movies in the movie dies, but that's not that big a deal. So right. it's whatever. Um, I have an alternate title for it, which is uh, La La Land with Drugs. 
It's exactly what the movie is. Um. Yeah. Yes. It is La La Land with drugs. (laughs) And it's worse than La La Land. You think it's worse than La La Land? This movie was solid. I liked it. Not that good. I think that it's 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 worse than, than La La Land. I think that it's I would say that it's very good. I would say that it's a very good movie. People are gonna say it's very good. It's solid. It was it was way cheesier than I thought it would be. And it, it like it hits on uh, a I lot. I was comparing of the, it to uh, La La Land from the jump because in the beginning when they started singing at each other, I was like, All right, you're really entering into this realm and it was a million times cheesier than La La Land. It, it was overall a, a very corny movie i thought that like i liked all the songs um everybody in it was i don't know i don't think it was corny it was yeah it was it was i didn't find it that corny like i I got way more douche chills watching that than i did watching la la land i didn't get any i didn't really get any douche douche chills watching oh my god the scene where she is where they're sitting outside the mar the market and she's like singing at him and she's like, hey, here's this thing I wrote. And she's sing- she's belting at the top of her lungs. And he's like, you know what? You might be a songwriter. And she's like, no, no, I'm not. Oh. I'm like, you're singing at a stranger you just met. You're trying to be a songwriter, okay, yeah, lady? Yeah, okay. So, yeah, okay. Then, the, I, all right. I thought you were a I lot of that. To, I was trying and to figure out like when they, they were singing hey, it. Hey, you know that song that like we spent a minute on last night? I made an arrangement. Come on out. Let's sing it. And let's yeah, know okay. the harmony okay. and all this stuff. Like, that was, it was... It was a lot of, I was, and I, I I liked the movie, but I'm I'm just already fearing, and I get this from you saying it's very good. I'm fearing that the people are just they're not going to be as critical towards it as maybe it deserves. Especially like I didn't know going into this that this is getting uh, best picture buzz. That's crazy to me. I don't think I mean considering what got nominated for best picture last year, we have to see what the what yeah. the rest of the year rounds out as. I, I don't I don't have a problem with it being named as a contender right now. It's I right like I saw it and I, again I I like this movie but I like I hope that that's not the best picture <laughs> yeah right same uh, I really really hope that it, it I I do think that it, it I like it's certainly not good enough um yeah some, I mean I like Mamma Mia too here we go again better <laughs> than it. uh yeah I don't know if I liked a, a simple favor better than this but um I don't know it, it this I have no problem with it being named a contender I, getting some Oscar buzz right now I think that Bradley Cooper is going to get nominated I think yeah. Lady Gaga was almost just as good as Bradley Cooper they were both fucking great in this movie so I I couldn't tell if either of them were great in it I thought Bradley Cooper was fucking I wasn't blown away by anybody in it and I think that Sam Elliott might be stupid. <laughs> what do you mean? I was like, it's a couple points. I was like, all right, Sam Elliott, enough. We get it. You have a deep voice and a mustache. Well, I mean, he was. He had to be cast in this movie. It's like right. fucking. Uh, but well, it was basically Bradley Cooper playing Sam Elliott. And, right? And they Sam were like, Elliott I guess. Also I guess we himself. should throw Sam Elliott a bone and put. And him they in do this a movie. bad job of acknowledging early on that they're brothers. And you're like, how do these people know each other? Yeah. He's he's way older. And Bradley Cooper already said that his dad is dead. So who is this? They guy? don't. They don't really like solidify the the brothers thing until there's a direct mention of dad. Yeah. So. Um, I did notice that Sam Elliott uh, drives a Ram truck, which I thought was pretty hilarious yeah. because he does all the Ram commercials. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, it, it, it's going to get buzz, and I think that it's deservedly so at this point. I thought that it was it was good. Uh, I, I do agree with you that at points it, it was a little – all right, now I'll agree with you that it was a little cheesy at points in the way that they sort of rushed the storyline a little yeah, bit. Yeah, which, which – 
But I will say, like, the, the criticisms that it has gotten from, like, the trailers and people trying to, like, pick it apart and stuff and, uh, I guess, Lady Gaga's non-pronunciation of the, of the words in her song from the, from the trailer. It makes I didn't li- get that. Well, what, so you sent her a tweet from the Brunch yeah. account saying that – is that a thing? People yeah. Are, is that the new Starbucks lovers? What's wrong with your ears? It's clear as day. You can hear all the words. No, I don't think so. I thought that it was, it was a little – She's a uh, – I know, I got I'm it. off the deep end. You have watches. to really listen to it to get no. it. No. Yeah, you do. Really? Yeah. I think that... Really? Yeah. I had to listen to it like a few times to get what, what you oh, said. Oh, God. I I probably had it on two listens. All right. Well, I'm attentive. Good for you. Yeah. Um, but, so, like, in that situation, the context of the movie, it made a little bit of sense that yeah. she was sort of all over the place. Uh, so that's not what I think it's gonna. It, this is gonna get some attention, and I'm wondering if it's going to get attention for being problematic because uh, it's it was, a lot. We, of, we were we were on that train early. It's worse in the movie. It's worse in the actual. The movie. first like 20 minutes are Bradley Cooper uh, hell bent on touching people as much as he possibly can. He He's was like, oh, is that a fake eyebrow? Can I take it off your fake eyebrow? Can I t- touch your hand? Can you punch a cop? Let me t- hold your hand when you punch a cop. Can we put peas on your hand? Let me touch your eyebrow. Is the eyebrow still in the mix? Yeah, give me the, that eyebrow. It was, Let me uh, touch your nose. It was like s- n- not as far as like the Trump aspect of like you can grab her and she won't do anything about it. But it was like he's getting away with that because he's a star. Right. And he's uh, – He was I mean, he was creepy at points in the movie. I'm, I'm wondering how people are going to view – the uh his courting of her because he is he meets her and he's like hey can i buy you a drink and she's like uh, i don't know and like she's not in danger or anything no. there, there's other people around but she's she like a, kind of a little she's, bit of she's like a shielded she has a little bit right, of resistance she's not, she, like she's not saying straight up yes and he he persists again he's not being dangerous or anything right but i'm like people are gonna watch that and they're not gonna like it they yeah i mean like if, it. i mean if you're looking for that kind of stuff there there are things that you can you can find and uh you know but i was honestly surprised that like that, that would like, be shown in a movie these days yeah i guess but it's also like the, the character i mean he he can get away with that sort of stuff and i like i don't oh well I no any any person like again it's not like a you could see the scene for yourself it's not like a dangerous setting or something no, but i'm surprised I, no. that um that today with how sensitive everybody is like when you put something out it's going to be picked apart like just so they know that's going to get picked apart well so getting back to the uh to the the, the stage thing I did think that it was it was worse in the movie because it was like two days after they met where he was like, all right, let's get on stage. You're on. Yeah. Just fucking do it. I thought that, it. that came later in the movie. Right. It well, was, the, the, that was very, very early on in their relationship where he was like, hey, I'm going to I'm you're either coming out on stage or you're not. I'm I would say only the first 15 minutes of the movie are in the trailer. Like the trailer just basically shows. uh them meeting and them singing together on a stage. And that part, when I say 15 minutes, probably the first 30 minutes of the movie is them meeting, them getting together, them starting to perform together. And that's all you see in the trailer. And then that one of two scenes that Dave Chappelle's in is I know. shown. Of course. Could you use some more Dave Chappelle? I know. I, I would have. A little less Sam Elliott. They also, like, they they put a ton of the movie in, uh, in the music video that they released yeah. last week. Like, there's... A lot, and and I would recommend not watching it if you haven't yet, because there's shit that gets spoiled. Oh, in, really? Yeah, there is. Uh, there's a few scenes. Well, they, get, they get married. Yeah, yeah. But that 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 was in that that's in stuff actually. So that that comes after the first thirty minutes, I suppose. But the, yeah, that's I've seen that. Yeah, but I was like, I was like, I, now I know that they get married. What the fuck? Yeah. Um. It. 
Yeah, it was good, solid. I feel that I need to to lay claim to the uh, it's not unbelievable area because I don't know how people it's, are going to react to this. It's not unbelievable, and I think that we have a category like for the stamp. The stamp grades, I think we have a category like like amazing or... We have whatever uh, higher we than, want. We just yeah, say right. the words, and then Ryan writes it on a right. stamp. But I would say that very good is not the fucking peak of of our uh, of our stamp system. Yeah, my stamp's gonna say uh, solid. I liked it. Not not great. I don't think we can fit all that on one stamp. But we, why, we, why, we should just do the the movie posters with our with our quotes. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the the stamps. Well. <laughs> this uh, on stamps.com episodes we can do the stamps <laughs> this is a uh, for hymns episode uh have you ever looked at a photo of yourself from five years ago and thought darn i looked young man i don't look young anymore it's like when i look at this picture the person in it isn't me i don't like how time has treated me my face is too wrinkly i've begun to look like a different person well a lot of things get better with age, but not your face if you're talking about your face this way upon looking at a picture of it. But there is something you can do in the fight against aging staring you in the face. It's furhims.com, a one-stop shop for skincare, hair loss, hair loss fixing, I would suppose, and sexual wellness for men. Audience, I want you to be motivated. So the the secret is not a secret. It's Tretinoin, and its results are backed by science. Take seconds to apply. Hims connects you with doctors online who will evaluate your skin needs and prescribe you a custom anti-aging treatment. All you need is to take a couple pictures and answer a few questions. No more awkward in-person doctor's office visits, and the products are shipped directly to your door. It brings the products to your door. I'm calling you to action. It's your skin. Do you want to be a face in the crowd, or do you want your face to be the one in the crowd that everyone likes? Order now and save $20 off your first month of the oh my God, smallest anti-aging kit. Lock in those new looks now and get your first month of anti-aging for $20 off. Go to forhimscom slash brunchsc. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash brunchsc. forhimscom slash brunchsc. Forhims. It's like brunch has a soccer club. <laughs> Great. Uh, any remaining thoughts on the movie? Um, what did I write? Uh, let's see. I wrote down La Land with Drugs. A lot of touching in the beginning. You're a songwriter and she acts surprise. Cheesier than La La Land. I think Sam Elliott's stupid. And all then right, I so wrote you really down hit Venom. on all those points. Yeah. Uh, I thought it was. I thought it was really good, and I would recommend it. But. Uh, it was way heavier than I expected. For sure, way heavier than I expected. Yeah, I guess I didn't... I wasn't expecting I didn't it to totally be a know what the movie was going to be about. I didn't totally know what true. the movie was going to be about. And, uh, like, yeah, it just didn't have a big effect on me. Like, I don't... Uh, I know why you're saying it's heavy, but I didn't... It, there was... I didn't feel any weight. I, uh... It was fine. It... it I, you seem disappointed. Is, oh, definitely disappointed. Really? It wasn't that good? Yeah. I I, I disagree with you. I think yeah. that I, that my expectations were met. I thought that it was good. I thought that it was. I re, I enjoyed it. 
I'm interested to see how people react to this. It's because not we're not something... allowed to not stand Lady. Gaga. I don't know how to feel not standing Lady Gaga. I love Lady Gaga. I was so excited to see this movie, and she did a she did a good job. Not the not the greatest performance I've seen. Not the greatest performance out of Bradley Cooper either. Uh, was this Bradley Cooper's directorial debut? It was looked like it. it. Was wow, that's fucking that's mean. That's very very mean. No, it was. Uh, th- and this is the movie that I should like. Yeah, this, I know. Uh, I, I'm a little disappointed that you're you're so low on it. To be honest, I like, liked the music more than I liked the movie. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, the music was was. I would say the music was like okay. Like I'm not gonna take away too much of the music. I had one I had qualms with the music. Some of the music was written by uh, Andrew Wyatt, who is awesome, and the like that song, The Shallow. He's the singer from. Um, from Mike Snow, and okay. he writes a lot of Bruno Mars songs, and he rules, and he does stuff with Mark Ronson, so they all wrote that song together. Really, really cool stuff. Uh, there's a big, there's an I Will Always Love You style number at the end that's like a middle-of-the-road kind of David Foster-sounding big grand thing. and That one didn't do it for me. It didn't land because it was so, it had so, it lifted so many things from Whitney Houston. There were so many like Whitney-isms that I was like, oh man, you could have just been a little more authentic and this would have gone so much farther. It was a good song, but it was just done in way too, this is the I will always love you scene of the movie. And that was, that was a little upsetting. I, overall, yeah, I am. I'm disappointed. Wow. Disappointed I'm, in this movie. I'm surpri- I'll see it again. I'll like it. I, I you can like something and be disappointed in it. I've had many girls tell me that. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, I will say this movie felt a lot longer than it was, and it was long. It was like yeah, it was two like, hours and seventeen minutes. Two hours and seventeen minutes. Uh, it was long, but I think that it was that was a product of it having acts. Like it had a, it had for yeah. sure had acts, um, and it also had long scenes. Yeah, the first the first act of the movie is just a lot of very long scenes, sort of establishing their character dynamic. And I don't I don't want to say like it's a negative of it, but I I do think that it's going to hurt the rewatchability of it for me because it's just a movie that like it's well so you got to consider it's heavy and it's, it's like a, it's a about a couple that fall in love at first sight. So within ten minutes of the movie, they're in love, right? And then you're, they're like, all right, you got another two hours and seven minutes? Here comes the shit. <laughs> right, yeah. So, uh, I mean, you see a lot of stuff. I thought that, uh, I mean, obviously alcoholism and addiction plays a big part in the movie, which is, I'm, I'm just always interested to see how things like that are portrayed. I think and they did a pretty good job That was the most interesting it. part of the movie. Yeah, yeah just uh, Bradley Cooper's character is like a... a down the list addict and uh that's that's really what the story is like how that drives a wedge in their relationship and she knows from the jump what she's kind of getting herself into but she still doesn't necessarily know herself so she's kind of she's coming into her own as a star while trying to bring him along like that i i thought that honestly that's probably the part that people wouldn't like about the movie that's what i did like i just thought that uh overall it was I don't know. It just there was never that moment where I was like, "Ooh, man, this is this is the this is the 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 movie's just taking me over." And it didn't. All right, fair yeah. enough. Uh, I will say that the the theater that we saw it in was a great setting for uh for That the, was was that like a diff, was that IMAX? 
It was not IMAX. It was a Dolby. It was like a Dolby theater. It was just a, that was like a real intense. It was, full... it was a real ass kicker. Yeah, and literally. Uh, yes. They had the Jordan's ass yeah, kicker. Yes. What are they called? Butt kickers? Butt kickers, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure they don't call them ass kickers. You dirtied it up, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, and and uh, when they started the movie, there was no previews or anything. They just, like, went straight into it. Um, they did a lot of, uh, they did a lot of, like, hey, patting themselves on the back. We've yeah. got some great audio okay. here. Hey, congrats, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They were like, they were like, we are really uh, jaying ourselves off to yeah. how good our audio is. Well, so it was, it was a good, uh, good, it was a good scene. It was a good uh, setting to see a, a music movie. Yeah. Uh, would have been an, uh, an even a good setting if the movie was even better. <laughs> but can't have everything. Oh, uh, this is one of those things. I mean, I I, I feel like it, this is people are going to get the the feeling that this movie stinks because of how you're reviewing it. Because no, I just, I'm giving it an honest. It was. I think your your expectations it were, didn't were pretty move high. The needle tremendously. It, yeah. Uh, like I, you're throwing around the H word. I don't know how heavy a movie it was. I it thought was, it was. I thought it was very heavy. And uh, I think that the faces of the people that were exiting the theater. Um, yeah, when we walked out, you were like, did you cry? I was like, did I cry? Well, you yeah. looked like you were crying. Uh, well, I always look like I, I, I probably was crying. Not about the not movie. Not about the movie. Um, yeah, there was a lot of swollen faces when we walked out of the movie theater. Man. And your eyes were glazed over, so I was like, did you cry? Man, no. That's... I could... Yeah, there, there's something that... People die. People die. You gotta move on. <laughs> okay. Uh... Yeah, uh, it, uh, yeah, it, it was solid. Solid is the, the word that I will continue to use. Solid. Not great. Not amazing. I hated it. <laughs> you know what else is solid? Four hymns. Nope. Bath time. <laughs> yes, it is, but ba- additionally, bath time. <laughs> yes, bath, bath time. Bath time, asshead. Uh, <laughs> Uh, and if you want to up your bath time game, get the Calm Bomb. I'm listening. Mm, the Calm Bomb is a patented cannabidiol CBD bath bomb. CBD. You can't I say didn't... bomb in a bathtub. <laughs> I didn't know that CBD st- st- stood for cannabidiol. Uh, no, it's Clark Desert Boots. <laughs> Uh, the bath the bath bomb was made through a proprietary formula, which will allow the CBD to be better absorbed by the skin, offering maximum relief to people with chronic pain and anxiety. Uh, the Calm Bomb is made by and for those suffering from chronic pain, and for that reason, we're talking relaxation to the next level. With the newest product, Calm Bombs CBD Bath Bombs made with all natural ingredients. Yeah, baby, that's right. Uh, the bath bombs... Featured at Calm Bomb allow you to care for yourself while supporting others. Though self-care is often seen as a luxury that benefits you, in this case, you are truly helping others with $5 from each box going directly to families in need. You know that CBD is the hottest new stuff on the streets. Have you been hearing about the, the CBD? Clark Desert CBD, Boots. CBD oil and all that stuff. It's supposedly really good for like anxiety and, and stress and, and depression and stuff like that. Uh, I don't know if depression's in there. I think I just added it in there. Um, but uh, we love the CBD oils. They sent us some calm bombs. Uh, they're great. So uh, this is your call to action. Calm bomb is a revolution and relief. Revolutionary formula ensures the CBD is fully absorbed in every box sold. Helps struggling moms by donating five dollars to charity. Calm bomb is now searching for crowdfunding partners. The donations are inexpensive and the rewards are long lasting. 
And for now, a limited time, our listeners can get Calm Bombs at a huge discount by going to uh, their website, www.buybombshelpmoms.com. Slash? (laughs) (laughs) Buybombshelpmoms.com. That is for sure the real website. We are not making that up. Uh, How do you spell bomb? We're doing B-A-L-M? Nope. It's B-O-M-B-S. Oh, really? Yes. It is uh, buybombshelpmoms.com. So go to that website in uh, in incognito browser if you really want to, uh, and click the click on the Indigo Go page. Do you know the song uh, Calm Like a Bomb? Uh, I don't uh, think so. Rage Against the Machine? Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, Rage Against the Machine. Uh, that was a band. Do they help moms? Uh, they would for sure help moms. Yeah. They're, they're all for anything that's good and helping stuff. So they're, they're a very political band. They very much are. They were into the causes. So if if you had a cause for moms, Rage Against the Machine, (laughs) they'll be there playing that. They're buying all the bombs to help all the moms. Yeah. They, uh, they would do that uh, a lot. Buybombshelpmoms.com. Uh, when we went to see A Star Is Born, they, uh, were like, here you go, and they gave us it was like a VIP type necklace uh, lanyard, lanyard sort yeah. of thing that had a uh, badge on it, and they were like, "You use that." Uh, it, there's a code on there, and if you use that code, you can get the soundtrack. And I was like, "Or I can just listen to it on Spotify or <laughs> Apple Music or anything." Uh, thanks for the lanyard, though. It's actually think- called a. It's called a digital download, though. So you digital you, you digital own a- download. You own it now. Just you. And- oh, so it's uh, that guy. You toed me. Yes. <laughs> He's like, hey, give me your phone. Yeah. He was no. He was like, here, put this on. You own the album now. I was like, I don't want the album. It's yours. <laughs> you bad. are the proud. You Too are a statistic. Yes. Yeah. You are. That thing is. You are helping that baby go platinum. They're gonna. They're gonna start advertising the soundtrack is like sold. F- 15 million copies worldwide. Yeah. Yeah, well, you didn't sell them. You just gave it to us. That would be like if people did uh, like drive-bys with That's McDonald's why. hamburgers thrown to people, and they were like, <laughs> over a billion sold. <laughs> that's why That's why we paid so much for the screening, because the comes uh, with a, it comes yeah. with the album that you pay for. I've done that before, where you pay extra, and it comes with something just because the normal one is sold out. Like, I went to see Kendrick Lamar in New York a few years ago, and it was like... Tickets were, I don't know, 50 bucks or something, and they all sold out, and we were like, damn. But then there was also, like, a VIP package, and it was like, it's a Kendrick Lamar ticket and a poster, $100, (laughs) but no one bought it, because they were like, I don't want to spend $100. I don't want a $100 Right, but I was like, you idiots, it's just saying, like, you could also get a ticket for $100, so for, like, an hour, it took people forever to realize that these other tickets were available, so we got them, and now I, I framed that poster, it's a, it was a super cool poster, worth 50 bucks, in my mind, and nice. the experience, worth worth it, it was just, it was a great time. Was it the Kung Fu Kenny poster? Uh, no, like, the art of... Yeah, yeah like I, that. I, uh, I thought that you had something, some Kendrick merch that was Kung Fu Kenny. I don't know if it says Kung Fu Kenny on it, but it's like a it's like lime green, but cooler than lime green. And then like his face, but in like a really kind of like fudged up way. And it was it's really really cool. There's like it's like black and white, but then there's lime green and there's pink going on. It's just one of the coolest posters I've had. So I have it framed, and it's in my bedroom. Nice yeah. man. I have uh, I only have a couple things uh, hung up in 
my bedroom and it's just two particularly cool concert posters I have and a guitar. Pretty cool. I have a little guitar hanging on the wall. I'm like a regular uh, Jack Maine. Jackson Maine. Jackson Maine. Jackson Maine. That's a cool it's a cool name, I will say. Jackson cool Maine. Oh, well, we should address uh, how good a job did Bradley Cooper do making sure that Bradley Cooper looked as cool as possible in the movie that Bradley Cooper was in charge of. Yeah, I mean, we've we've discussed that since like the first trailer came out. We were like, huh, this is, seems like a cheat code that he's doing this, but like yeah. uh, he he was definitely he was definitely cool in the movie for sure. Yeah. Um, but I, I think, you know, knowing the full scope of of the movie, yeah. A little less cool. Than uh, than the trailers let on. Uh, I don't necessarily. But like the trailers made it seem like he had zero things wrong with him. Like maybe he like. Oh a no, little... no I, way! There was like one shot of him. The doing... only thing they show is him drinking a lot and Dave Chappelle saying, "I worried about you." Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, but it, like it's it's him dr- drinking too much. He's a rock star, obviously. Yeah, but that's... that was it. There's there's more to it than that. There was. I'll say I, I wasn't surprised that there that he was an alcoholic in the movie. No, I they wasn't surprised either. I knew that that was, was that was that was going to be part of his character. Yeah, they barely they like fucking they don't go into the the shit in the trailer. Yeah, but that's because all they show in the movie, like I said, is the first ten minutes. That's true. Them them meeting, uh, them singing a song together, and Dave Chappelle saying, "I'm worried about you." Um, I definitely could have used more Dave Chappelle in this movie. Yeah, everything could use more Dave Chappelle. I, I don't know if I said this. Also, Dave, Eddie, Eddie Griffin. I didn't know Eddie Griffin was yeah, going to be in this movie. Yeah, Dave Chappelle is the uh, is America's uncle. Right? Yeah. If, like, uncles were good. <laughs> That's right. Uh, he is one of the few good uncles so in this country. So those of you out there who uh, who don't like your uncles or something. <laughs> um, He's also fucking jacked. I mean, yeah, we knew, yeah, like, we knew that, uh, like, when his new stand-up specials came out, because he was, he, I mean, he, he was jacked through shirts. Yeah. But, like, he was basically only wore wife beater. Yeah, a lot of, lot, of, lot of beater wearing. Yeah, and this. he was huge. And, uh... There's a scene where uh, Jackson passes out in front of Dave Chappelle's house. So Dave Chappelle takes him in, takes care of him, and the next morning gives him a change of clothes. So then we get uh, Bradley Cooper in a wife beater because all Dave Chappelle has are <laughs> wife beaters. <laughs> He's got a uh, wife beaters and a uh, scally cap. Oh, yeah. He does the scally yeah. cap look, which he looks good. Like, I, I, I think that I was too busy. Like, I don't know. Maybe I was too young. I don't think I was into uh, judging men's looks yet. But uh, I was ne- I was never like ooh Dave Chappelle's particularly attractive and now I'm like man Dave Chappelle you became Dave- a good looking guy you know who Dave Chappelle was basically playing in that movie was the uh, the guy at the in the intro of the Chappelle Show oh yeah the guy the, the musician there, yeah Chappelle <laughs> Show yeah. yeah he was basically playing that guy he like, he has a lot of guitars in the movie Dave Chappelle has oh, a yeah. lot. he has a lot of guitars and a lot of uh, concern for Bradley <laughs> yes, Cooper's yes. character a lot of talk about him being concerned and. Uh, Bradley Cooper gives him reason. He plays quite the mess. Also, since we've already dis- discussed the fact that they get married, we should talk about the proposal because uh, that's another scene I feel like that could get garner discussion. He just he just goes for the ring and just puts it on. There's oh. no, no real asking. It's not an asking. But that's that that happens. Does where, it? Like, they take yeah, or you take the hand. Well, it's like when you're surprising them with the ring. Yeah, yeah. That's I've seen that so a million you feel times. Like you gotta fucking ask a question. Yeah. Well, she could say no, and it was I don't also think that it's I it's don't, not. I don't. I don't think it's problematic. Yeah. But like it's uh, something worth discussing because it, it also happened right after like they had a fight, sort of. That's how every proposal happens. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. You have to be back. Well, into I'm sorry. It. <laughs> will you marry me? 
Haven't you seen Friends? <laughs> that's that's why Ross gets married so much. No, cause... that's how Chandler proposes to Monica the first time. Does he really? What yes. Is, what's the first proposal? He uh, gets in a fight with uh, Monica over something big, and uh, he's like, he, he's like, I'm sorry that won't ever happen again. Then he gets down on one knee, and she's like, What are you doing? And he's like, Will you marry me? And she's like, No. <laughs> and then for the rest of the episode, they make fun of Chandler for it. Really, you don't remember that? I don't remember that specifically. No. They uh, they, they stage fights in front of each other, like. Hey man, I wanted milk in my coffee. I'm sorry. Will you marry me? <laughs> uh, now it's coming back. I I just remember that like the by the time that they actually got married, there was uh, there was like a lot of fights going on, and yeah. then he uh, he pretended that he did not want to marry her, and they had like this big fight, and he already had. And the then ring. she almost uh, she almost marries Richard as a result. Yes, yes. gotta watch out. Richard was always lurking, man. Richard was in the shadows. Richard that entire stayed series. lurking. I don't. I feel like Monica never gave him the firm like, "Hey, it's never gonna happen," because that guy was. He was like, he just barely had his butt off the bench all yeah. the time. Just like, I am waiting for you to mess this up, Chandler. I am getting back in there. Uh, speaking of friends, uh, we recently, I don't know about you, I, I started at least uh, DVRing Everybody Loves Raymond. So whenever I don't have I anything do to do, I've got some Everybody Loves Raymond on my uh, DVR. I went to watch Better Call Saul the other day, checked my DVR. I did this like two weeks ago. I started setting the things. I have 107 episodes of Raymond. Raymond. Really? No repeats, too. Just ready to go. Really? So catch me one week shutting it down and wow. just watching Everybody Loves Raymond for a while. Wow, that's going to be some fucking bonus content right there. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to start doing that. I didn't, I've didn't. i never even thought to do that, to just record Oh, I fucking... did that in, in college. Uh, we had a DVR. We were fancy. So we uh, just set a series recording of Scrubs. So we just always had Scrubs going. I used to, uh, like, back in the day, I used to binge watch during my, like, school summers. Yeah. Um, and when I say binge watch, I mean fucking like days, binge yeah. watch. Uh, no, not, because, like, back in the day, binge watching was, was different. Original, like, binge watching was, like, we're going to sit down for, like, it was usually with DVDs. Binge, 24 was the first thing we did binge Okay, watching. so maybe this doesn't classify as binge watching because um, I would find a show that was on every night, every yeah. weeknight at like a at like eleven o'clock or something yeah. like that. And I would be there. Yeah. Appointment television every night, eleven o'clock. And usually it's like for those shows they usually show like four. Yeah. All the way like so two hours basically. Yeah. And I would do that and I would watch the entire fucking series throughout the course of the summer. Oh yeah, and that it would, would take up all my the... entire summer. Yeah, especially like when shows are in syndication. Uh, I don't know if they still are, but they used to be pretty good about showing them in order. Yeah, so, right, exactly. Like Friends, uh, when say season four was happening, you could every night watch like seasons one through three. It was awesome. And so that was like the original binge watch. Yeah, um, and I knocked out a few shows. I thought that you were way. just gonna say I would watch a show. Uh, Every night, and I was gonna be like, "Congrats on that's the normal beer." Right, I was gonna say, "So, dudes, I have a beer every night." <laughs> Real binge, binge drinker. drinker. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So, uh, I would do that. So, I, I basically did that through um, that '70s show. Scrubs was one of them. Mm-hmm. Scrubs. Scrubs was on WGN, and for some reason, I had WGN, which is mm. the the wagon. Yes, no. you're listening to WGN, the wagon. No, like it was. That's the Chicago channel. Yeah, yeah. And like they, they used to play Cubs games. 
Is that what that was called? Yeah, okay. w- WGN, I think. And they used to play Cubs games all the time, so I'd watch I fucking they... Cubs games. So th- there was a Chicago channel that I thought showed uh, White Sox games. Maybe it was both. Yeah. Um, so I watched Scrubs every night on WGN, wa- knocked that whole series out. I watched Boy Meets World, uh, and there's there was a couple other ones. And, and that, that shit is really, like... That's when you get hooked on stuff. That's when you how you have, cut your you, teeth on binge watching. That's that's when you get hooked on shit because like you have something to do every single night. Yeah, and when the series would end, I would feel dead inside. Yeah, that's like now what I now what the fuck do I do? I mean, really, like my summers all through my like growing up was uh, Red Sox would play at seven oh five, and then at some point, uh, and then Friends would come on at like eleven. And then what was on after that? Was Seinfeld on after Friends? There was there was Friends. No, Friends and Seinfeld were on at the same time on different channels. I forget what was on at 11.30. But then at midnight, King of the... Oh, Sims, The Simpsons was on okay. after Seinfeld. And then King of the Hill would come on. So That's a night. Yeah. So <laughs> you, you could have like a real... Were you a big King of the Hill fan? No. No, I never really got into it. I... I like never considered myself a fan, but I for sure saw every episode. Really? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, just from doing that. That was uh that was like on the lineup. I think that might have been the exact lineup the exact lineup that you were talking about. It always King of the Hill was always the, the moment Wait a I would second. turn out to now. Did we live in did we both live in Massachusetts <laughs> yes. when we were growing up? Uh King of the Hill would be like my turnoff point. Yeah, you're like, um, all right, this, I'm done. This is enough. I'll get a life. It's time to sleep. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get a life at midnight. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I've been getting back into Seinfeld recently because mm-hmm. I read the fucking, I did a lot of reading about Seinfeld nice. this summer. Um, and so I got back into Seinfeld. The, the crazy thing about Seinfeld oh, is. Oh, I just got glass in my thumb. Uh, yikes. Yeah. Shoot. Let's, oh. oh, there it is. There's blood. Sick, man. How do I get this glass out? You push it. Did I? Push it real good. Oh, still in there. Dwight. Oh, God. This is graphic. Did you get it? I got the glass in my mouth. You really need to get a new phone if you're cutting yourself on your screen. Never. Uh, yeah, so the crazy thing about science is so well, I, this Peter, is very please, distracting. My, <laughs> yes. Brave Dave. I'm bleeding a lot. Brave right Dave took some sh- shrapnel during this episode. Um, we lost some, we lost some good men out there. Did you get it? Do you have any, do you have a tweezer type situation? Yeah, I think I probably do. Oh, I actually might have a tweezer right here in my bag. Oh, did you get it? It's done. What's done is done. So I have to get a new phone now? Yeah, man. Are you kidding me? As soon as you start getting cut by your phone, you should probably think about you may just want to just replace a glass. No. <laughs> that sounds like a whole thing. Uh, oh, man. So what do I do? I just go there and give him a bunch of my money? Yep, that's how that works. Which one should I get? I'm getting a new phone this week. I'm getting the uh, the iPhone XS. That's the newest one? Yes. What's that going to do for you? <laughs> Not a lot. It's just I just fucking hate. How's that gonna help? <laughs> yeah. How's that gonna improve your situation? Yeah. Uh, no, it's just this one's too fucking big. And remember, I complained about this a year ago. Ah. Around this exact time, I complained about how my big ass phone was dwarfing my already small hands. So, oh god, man, I don't want to get a new phone. I hate getting new phones. 
I know. You've we've been through this. I don't care about. We've phones. done this song and dance. Uh, as I was saying, the uh, the crazy thing about Seinfeld, like I could have sworn to you that I've seen every episode of Seinfeld in my life. I've been watching Seinfeld a ton recently. Yeah, bunch of episodes that I've never seen. Really? Yeah. How? I don't know. There's just like a bunch of fucking Seinfeld episodes. There's so many Seinfeld episodes. There were, I mean, what was like it, 20? Yeah, like 20 per season. Was there 10 or 8? Uh, 9, I think. Oh, right in the sweet spot. Yeah. Uh, yeah like I, 20 episodes per season? It's a lot of fucking episodes. It's almost 200 episodes. Yeah, but Seinfeld also was one. It, a, it was in, a, a, I watched it when it was on. You Were you like no. a little young? Was Too it young. Like, just like barely, though, Barely right? missed it, yeah. Probably? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I remember the, the Seinfeld finale was, like, a big I don't event. remember that at all. Oh, man. That was a it's complete what, blind spot for me. It uh, it was this big thing. It was, like, and, a fucking Super Bowl, wasn't it? In, yeah, and uh, it and they played uh, Good Riddance, uh, Green Day. That was when that song came out. And there was, like, a thing preceding the show that they – it was, like, a they basically came out. Seinfeld doing, like, a tribute to Seinfeld – and they were playing this montage that was set to Good Riddance, and that was like a big, 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 big hit because if of everybody was, Seinfeld. If everybody was on Twitter, they'd be like, ooh, all the feels. Right. They'd be like, ooh, what's this new Green Day song? I, I love it so much. But th- that song will always remind me of Seinfeld. Really? That's yeah. That's interesting. That song will always remind me of like high school graduation. being just, to, just okay. Yes. Yeah. That song's not that good. I, uh, I liked to loved green day i was in that range growing up and then american idiot i was like oh man i think that was the first time i used the word pandering Ooh. i was like i agree with a lot of what you guys are saying but you're just acting like no effects like it's just so obvious this isn't what you guys were and what do they do now now they the, the people still get excited about green day i don't think so i could see them being one of those bands that just insert themselves onto your phone yeah well i hope they insert themselves onto this phone because Got to throw it away. 